Hello, and welcome to A History of Japan. Season 6, Episode 6. The First Novel. Let's get the controversial part of this discussion out of the way right off. While the tale of Genji is often called the first novel ever written, this is not a consensus position in literary or historical scholarship. There are academic debates about what qualifies as a novel and what doesn't, and on this podcast we will not be setting even a single toe into those waters. Best of luck to anyone trying to figure it out, but that is simply not what any of us are here for. Okay, disclaimer over. Before we delve too greedily and too deeply into the tale of Genji, or Genji Monogatari, we should explore the life of its author, a court lady known to history as Murasaki Shikibu. Shikibu was a court title translating to lady, and Murasaki means purple. Obviously, Lady Purple is a pseudonym, and unfortunately her real name is lost to us today, at least for now. There is a distinct possibility that she may have been Fujiwara Kaoriko, but we cannot be sure just yet. While we may not have certainty of her name, we know a good deal about her life nonetheless. Her father was a Kuge, and a Fujiwara at that. However, though her family was descended from Fujiwara Yoshifusa, the first regent, Murasaki's particular branch had declined since their famous ancestor took the reins of government, and they were middle-ranked aristocrats who were generally called upon to be provincial governors. Comfortable and educated, but not top-tier. She was fortunate, though, that her great-grandfather was none other than Fujiwara Kanesuke, a famous poet. This impressive pedigree meant that they were still somewhat respected among the well-educated Kuge, in spite of their current misfortunes. Her father served as governor of Echigo province, located in northern Chubu and bordering the Tohoku region in the north. She received from him a most unusual upbringing for the time, which would serve her well later in life. Most women were expected to read and write Japanese kana and leave the reading and writing of Chinese characters to the men. However, as Murasaki's father was teaching her brother Chinese to help him prepare for a career in higher office, Murasaki would listen in and even began to correct his mistakes. Her father embraced her natural lack for language acquisition and taught her not only to read and write Chinese, but even challenged her to read the classics. She showed such great ability with Chinese language that her father was said to have remarked, what a pity she was not born a man. While women served in a variety of offices at court, few of these held any real political power, and even those offices like Dowager Empress, which were occasionally very influential, were largely dependent on the personal clout of the office holder. As the Kuge men were often educated through classical Chinese philosophy, they acquired the included misogyny along with their Confucianism, Taoism, and Buddhism. Cases like Murasaki Shikibu, a woman taught to read and write Chinese and be immersed herself in an education which was generally reserved for men, were very rare. The other details of her early life are somewhat murky. She married, conceived a daughter, and managed to safely give birth but her husband died two years after they were married. 
As to when she started writing the tale of Genji, that is also unclear, though most scholars estimate that it was either just after she was married or just after her husband passed away. She received an invitation to attend the Empress Akiko in 1005, long after the unpleasant situation with the previous Empress Sadako ended with her death in 1001. The late Empress was sorely missed around the palace as she had been the primary source of entertainment and culture before Michinaga marginalized her. The Fujiwara dictator eagerly recruited ladies-in-waiting to attend his daughter so that the previous joy could return to the palace. Empress Sadako kept an impressive entourage of poets and musicians, and it is believed that Michinaga selected Murasaki Shikibu because of her reputation as a writer. The late empress also had a writer among her ladies, one Sei Shonagon, whom we have already mentioned. Her true name is also not known, though scholars are fairly certain that she came from the Kiyohara clan and also had a grandfather who was a famous poet. Like Lady Murasaki, she read and wrote fluently in Chinese. She made a name for herself through a Japanese genre of writing called Zuihitsu, which consists of short essays about the person's life. Her crowning achievement was called The Pillow Book, which was a collection of gossip, poetry, complaints, observations, and other day-to-day writings. She was kind of like the court gossip columnist, a later Heian Lady Whistledown for you Bridgerton fans. Sei Shonagon had probably already left the court by the time Murasaki Shikibu arrived, as her patron had been dead for four years by that point, though it is tempting to picture them glaring at one another from across the hall, each scribbling on a strip of parchment as they glowered menacingly. We know some of Lady Murasaki's thoughts of her rival. Though she concedes that Sei Shonagon displayed some skill in her prose, Murasaki derided the author's decision to write in Chinese as pretentious. Though she was fluent in written Chinese, Lady Murasaki wrote using the Japanese syllabaries. While today the tale of Genji is collected as a massive book, it was originally written in serial form. Murasaki Shikibu would write a few pages, sometimes a few dozen pages, and then make copies to distribute to her friends who would then copy the pages and give them to their friends and so on. It is believed that she completed the book, by which I mean she stopped writing it, by 1021 at the latest, though she may have finished and even died long before that. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's get to the story itself. The main character of The Tale of Genji is a young nobleman named Genji Hikaru, the son of an emperor who, like other Genjis before him, was removed from the imperial succession. Remember that Genji is an alternative pronunciation of the name Minamoto. The emperor, Genji's father, takes a new wife named Lady Fujitsubo, whom Genji gradually begins to fall in love with. Genji and his wife, Lady Aoi, have a falling out and he proceeds to pursue secret romances with various ladies at court. Some of them reject him out of hand, but others accept his advances. These trysts end in various ways. Sometimes the lover dies, other times he grows bored with a relationship and ends it. Things culminate when Lady Fujitsubo returns his affections and they arrange a romantic rendezvous together. This forbidden romance was all fun and games until Lady Fujitsubo becomes pregnant and births a child who looks strikingly similar to Genji Hikaru. Oops, 
They keep the matter a secret, and in the meantime, Genji patches things up with his wife, Lady Aoi, who also becomes pregnant and bears a son. Sadly, she dies, and Genji mourns for her before remarrying a woman named Murasaki. Then the emperor dies, and Genji's half-brother Suzaku takes the throne. While Suzaku Tenno seems to think fondly of Genji, those who support his reign were enemies of the late emperor, and therefore enemies of Genji as well. When Genji Hikaru foolishly pursues a love affair with one of Suzaku's concubines, these enemies expose the tryst, and the emperor banishes Genji to a small town in Harima province, which is on the eastern edge of Chugoku. Genji, surprise surprise, falls in love with a young woman in this town and she becomes pregnant. She gives birth to a daughter and then Genji is pardoned after the emperor suffers from dreams wherein his father, the late emperor, scolds him for punishing Genji. Emperor Suzaku dies thereafter, and Emperor Reizei comes to the throne. While the rest of the court believes that Reizei is the son of the late Emperor Kiritsubo, his mother has informed him that Genji is his real father. As a result, Genji Hikaru is promoted and elevated to higher office as his son, the Emperor, shows him favor. Genji takes another wife, who bears him a son named Kaoru. His other wife, the fictional Lady Murasaki, begins expressing a desire to become a Buddhist nun, but Genji refuses to allow it. When she dies, Genji mourns and reflects upon the temporary nature of this life and how quickly it seems to pass by. The chapter that follows Genji Hikaru's contemplation is blank, which signifies his death. The chapters thereafter recount some of the adventures of his son Kaoru, but the book ends abruptly as Kaoru wonders whether his lover has been imprisoned by a rival. And that's more or less a summation of the book that some call the world's first novel. It was a romance written by a woman using prose rather than poetry, and it contains details about Heian court life which might otherwise have been lost to history. The use of feng shui geomancy in everyday affairs, for example, might be only a theory without Murasaki Shikibu's masterpiece. Several times throughout the story, Genji wants to travel in a certain direction to get back to his residence or to visit a lover, but that particular direction has been declared evil that day by the court soothsayers, so he must wait and travel a different way. Obviously, this device is used to move Genji in the direction which the author needs him to go, but it still preserved a practice which might otherwise have remained unknown. Nearly every historically significant book, at some point, is questioned for its authenticity. The later chapters of the tale of Genji are often scrutinized as being likely added after Murasaki's death, or at least after she had finished the book. Computer analysis has flagged chapters 45 through 54, called the Uji chapters, as being too different in terms of word choice and story detail and consistency to possibly be from the same author as the preceding chapters. Nothing conclusive is known about this yet but it may be that those chapters which contain the life of Genji's son Kaoru are apocryphal and not written by the same lady who penned Genji's life. There are a number of interesting aspects to this great work of fiction. The characters in Genji Monogatari grow older as the story progresses, and though the work was originally serialized for the entertainment of courtiers, details in it remain relatively consistent throughout. There is one large problem in regard to the Kuge characters, however. We don't know any of their names. In the story, they are referred to by their title and office, as it would have been considered rude in the Heian period 
to address them or refer to them by their actual name. Indeed, some of the characters might be the same person just given a promotion as time passes on, but there is no way to know for certain who is who with the exception of Genji and his many lovers. While there is certainly a narrative, there is little in the way of a larger plot. Genji is searching for love, which gives him motivation, and the chapters themselves have obvious story arcs as Genji is rejected, invited to parties, invited to secret rendezvous, expelled from the capital, etc. But the serialization is obvious, and Genji's life ends in typical melancholy Japanese fashion of wondering what it was all for. What was the point of finding love just to watch those you love perish? The story was widely read in its time as courtiers would pass chapters back and forth, copy chapters to distribute to many friends, and Murasaki Shikibu seems to have delighted in the attention, though not always. In one of her diary entries, she tells how the night before, Fujiwara Michinaga himself entered her bedchamber and drunkenly searched through her belongings looking for fresh new pages of Genji Monogatari. While Michinaga is often put forward as a candidate of Genji's model, Lady Murasaki doesn't seem to think very highly of the dictator in her journal, noting his rudeness and often drunken behavior. There are other candidates for whom she may have based Genji on, but I personally think that, like any good novelist, she gave him various characteristics from different people, some she admired and some she abhorred, and let the story unfold thus. As for the author Murasaki Shikibu, we don't know many concrete details about her fate. Her father traveled quickly to the capital in 1014, and it is often speculated that he may have come to attend her funeral service. Some scholars assert that she was still alive in 1031, but we really aren't certain. Her daughter continued to serve at the court and was wet nurse for a future emperor remembered as Golreze. She would follow somewhat in her mother's footsteps and become a famous poet remembered as Daini Nosamni. Whether or not it is rightfully called the world's first novel, the tale of Genji met with much success over the centuries, and was even more popular a hundred years after Murasaki's time. It belongs on the same shelf as other great works that encapsulated the times in which they were written, and it would not be out of place sitting right next to the writings of William Shakespeare, in my humble opinion. While the Heian court was busy with romantic intrigues and power-hungry Fujiwara, the Tendai school of Buddhism was about to suffer a massive series of rifts from which it would never fully recover. Next time we will turn our gaze toward Mount Hiei, where Saicho's spiritual descendants would fight with one another over the future of Japanese Buddhism. Until then, thank you for listening. If you would like access to exclusive bonus episodes, as well as ad-free versions of the regular episodes, please consider supporting this podcast at patreon.com slash ahistoryofjapan. Have you ever longed to don the armor of a samurai and charge headlong into glorious battle? Well, I can't help you with that. However, I can offer you a themed t-shirt that will probably serve as a conversation starter with every third person or so. Check out the merch store at ahistoryofjapan.threadless.com for exclusive shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, phone cases, and full-length battle-ready katanas. 
Just kidding about that last one. Again, I can't help you there. Visit ahistoryofjapan.threadless.com today 